Brooke and Jeffrey in the morning. We're 60 seconds from your shot caller question of the day. It's Brooke and Jeffrey in the morning. And you guys know me. Mm. I rarely like giving people bad news. What? I don't know that that's necessarily true. That's why uh... this next conversation (laughs) with someone in the room is going to be a tough one for me. Why are you smiling? It's going to be hard not to smile when I tell this person what's happening. Because lately, somebody that we work with has been breaking the law on pretty much a daily basis. This person is very cavalier about it, too, thinking that they're above the rules. Okay. What? Well, that's about to stop. Who is it? We're all looking Wait, at each yeah, other. I need to know. I'm, of course, talking about our own Brooke Fox. Oh, ah, it's Brooke! Of course. Criminal! What am I doing this time? Look me in the eyes, okay? <laughs> I want you to see me and hear me. It's what? not okay. What's up? I say that. The room says it, and now the city is saying no. Whoa! What What are you doing, Brooke? I don't know. Because for those of you who don't know, Brooke has been blatantly taking a bridge home from work that she's not allowed to go on. You're on the bridge still? No, okay, so listen. The main bridge to where I live got shut down, so there's this little lower bridge that they say is only for trucks and, like, emergency (laughs) vehicles. And underprivileged children. I just... And Brooke says she doesn't care about the buses and the emergency services or the underprivileged kids. She's just going to take it. Yeah. And do you know what I did yesterday? God, I was so proud of myself. There was a cop sitting right there. She cut off an ambulance that was on the way to the hospital. And I laughed the whole time. I said, ha, 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 take that, Well, Brooke. I'm not even sorry to tell you. Yeah. Last night, the city council voted unanimously to update a city ordinance that will allow automated traffic cameras to ticket cheaters like you <laughs> on that bridge. Why are you plotting that? Dude, I am. Oh, the, the kids are on board. <laughs> that bridge should be open for the working men and no. women. No. Okay. Okay. You know, listen, and. She has no defense. Yeah, you. <laughs> no, but I do have a can of black spray paint that may uh-huh. cover up the camera. Oh, no. like, <laughs> I'm just saying. I mean, just so you know, the cameras will be installed next month. No, and God. by the way, responsible citizens who contacted the news all supported this. That yeah. is not all the of case. them did. Then they didn't live in my neighborhood. I supported. Okay. They asked me. I so, voted. Like the city doesn't have better things to deal with than a couple people using the bridge. It's I mean, get a grip. No, it is not unsafe. <laughs> It's for It's about vehicles. the emergency vehicles, we Brooke, can pull and the underprivileged the children. Plenty of room for them to get across. Okay. Oh my! I mean, come on. Well, enjoy paying your tickets, okay? Whatever. Now that we've got that out of the way, yeah. justice has been restored oh, to the world. Please. I can't even look Brooke in the eye. Yeah. I know. <laughs> Let's just get to your shot caller question of the day. We have a bucket full of names. We're going to draw one out to see who gets asked a trivia question. If you get it wrong, your punishment's to be shocked while singing a song. So text into 78592. Tell us what song you want to hear. Jose's drawing a name out because he had the shot caller last. Who'd you get, Jose? <laughs> Jeff, I have to pronounce this correctly. Jeff Askhole 
Yeah. Yeah. It makes sense after your rant that you, you just went on against well, me. It's, it's good okay. to ask. That's all I'm saying. Standing up for the common man. All right. What's the whole part, right. Jeff? I'm not going to explain. I'm just going to put on the shot collar. <laughs> and while I do that, Digital Jake, please read us shot collar question of the day. A new survey of 2,000 adults asked them for the things that make up a perfect Friday night. Ooh. In front of you, you have a partial version of the most popular answers. These are things you can do alone, and according to them, the best Friday is comprised of seven elements. Oh. The first one happens at 5.52, and that's the time you need to be done with work. Okay. 8.13 is when they want to be settled in on the couch to binge watch TV, yeah. and 10.56 is the ideal bedtime. Okay. But what happens in between getting off from work, watching TV, and going to bed? We're going to do this a little bit differently today. You need to only discuss the next time right now. It's 7.30, and you have just under a minute to do it. Yeah. Go. All right. Eat, eat food. Yeah. 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 You're eat hungry. Food. It's, yeah. it's already pretty late by 7.30, so you got to be yeah. eating something delicious by But there. do you think that you have to be specific? Are you making the food yourself? It's Friday. You've worked all week. I think you're ordering in. I think so, too. Mm, but order I order dinner. in every oh, night. Is that, is that important to distinguish whether you Can make we, it yourself or no, it's not. delicious dinner at 7.30? Oh, Moving yeah. on. <laughs> 8.30 now. This is after you settled into the couch to binge watch TV. It's 17 minutes after you sat down to watch TV, and you realize, what did you realize 17 minutes after you Uh-oh, sat down? You re- time for a snack. A drink? <laughs> drink. Drink. Oh, a drink. Oh, okay. You're pouring a drink. Which I don't know why you weren't drinking at 5.52 when yeah. you were done with work or even a little bit before. But, okay. I drink you know. at work. Okay. pre-gaming. Maybe we should get the question one more time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Asking yeah, yeah. 2,000 people what they like to do on a Friday night sounds like a nightmare, so it's a good thing someone else did it for us. According to the results, they include getting off of work, binging a TV show, and going to bed before 11. I need to know from you the other four answers, and I can already tell you need help. That's why for the first time ever in shot caller history, I'm giving you a double lifeline. Tell me two times on the sheet, and I'll let you know the activity behind it. You can even say 7.30, the one you guys are so sure about. Oh, we're struggling. I mean, you may want to include social media somewhere in there. That's like an ideal Friday night to be on social media. You're going to bed at 11, before 11 o'clock. I think I, I mean, want to know the two middle ones, 8.30 and 9.45. 8.30 is having a beer or a glass Ooh, of wine. That was right. That was right. And 9.45 is spending time on social media. <gasps> oh, wow, time right. on social wow. media. Ooh. Okay. But, okay, so 10.15, what do you do? Do people like to shower at night? I shower when I get home, so mm. I, don't, I don't know when mm. I go from work. Get a good I'm cry different. in before you sleep. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we don't have a lot of time oh, left. Oh. We have 30 seconds per guess. Tell me what happens at 7.30. Okay. I'm saying you eat something delicious. Dinner. Delicious dinner. Okay. dinner. 8.30. Pouring a drink. Okay. 9.45. Time on social media. 10.15, what are you doing? Oh, snack. snack? You're snacking. Yeah, yeah oh. totally the snack is there. I'm going to go with that. Okay. Yeah, dude. Your pre-midnight snack. All right. I asked you to identify what elements make up a perfect Friday night, and I gave you a tremendous amount of help. Yes, you did. According to this survey, here is the perfect Friday night. At 5.52, you're done with work. At 7.30, you have a delicious meal. Yes. Complete with dessert. 8.13, you're settled in on the couch to binge watch three episodes of a TV show. Okay. At 8.30, you have a beer or glass of wine. You guys are doing great so far. 9.45, you spend time on social media. Mm -hmm. And at 10.15... Taking a bubble bath oh, before oh, hitting bed at 10:56. Oh, I haven't wow. taken a bath in years. Well, wow. we got really close but didn't get it right, and so somebody wanted to hear me sing "Last Friday Night" by oh, Katy Perry. Oh, makes sense.
Last Friday night, yeah, we danced on tabletops and we took too many shots. Think we kissed, but I forgot. Last Friday night. <laughs> <laughs> We should change it to ours. Yeah. Then at 8.30, I poured a drink. I know. 10.15, no. <laughs> I had a bath. Yeah. I went to bed. Friday, 11. Uh, Perfect Friday night. That's, that's your shot collar question of the day. Your phone tap's coming up in just a few minutes. Brooke and Jeffrey in the morning. It's time for your phone tap. And today, what happens when your home's a mess and it's too much for you to handle? Oh, my God. I don't know. That's when you hire a decluttering service to come and help out a little bit. Oh, okay. Decluttering. Mm -hmm. Yeah. They have them. They do. Mm -hmm. And today, our own Brooke Fox calls a guy who's on vacation Mm -hmm. to let him know the job is done. Yeah. Mm. They've decluttered his home. But there's also a little surprise coming when she reveals they may have gone over and above with their service. You know what? (laughs) Things can weigh us down. Okay, as soon as we get rid of them... Uh, no? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, might be so much so, he could be missing a few items now. And Brooke says, you're welcome. <laughs> it's your phone tap right after this. Brooke and Jeffrey in the morning. Hello? Hi, my name is Samantha Ryder. I work with decluttering. I was looking for Max. Yes, you're talking to him. Hi. Hi. I know you're away on vacation, but just wanted to call and let you know that we just finished decluttering your home, and you should receive a bill in your email. Thank you for letting me know. How did everything go? Well, I have to say, this was a bigger project than we anticipated. We had to hire some extra crew, but we did finish, and I think you'll be very pleased with the results. Okay, I'm a little confused, because when we had someone give us the estimate, they said that it's a pretty simple job. It's not big of a job at all. Yeah, they must have not looked inside your closet. Um, are you talking about the hall closet? No, no, no. I'm talking about your bedroom closets, yeah. Uh, you were not supposed to look in that bedroom closet. It was just the pantry, the hall closet, the storage in the basement. That's yeah. it. You were not supposed to be in the bedroom closet. Well, the energy coming from it just kind of pulled me there because it was chaotic. Um, I'm sorry, excuse me? We went ahead and did that for you, but don't worry. We won't charge you extra to deliver your items to charity. Items to charity? Uh-huh. Nothing was supposed to be donated. What did you donate? Uh, all your clothes. <laughs> what? You asked us to declutter, and that's what we did. So we weren't going to keep that junk for ourselves. What, what are you talking about? All the old clothes in the upstairs closet. We just went over that in the bedroom. No, no, no. I mean, no. I guess you could call them clothes. They were more like rags, but Excuse we saw me. what was in there. Hey, 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 you're crossing the line. Please don't be rude to me, okay? Do not insult my clothes. For whatever reason you're doing that, where are they? So I'm taking it that a lot of people in your life haven't been very honest with you. Like, you don't actually wear that stuff, right? What are you talking about? You have absolutely no right to give that kind of comment on how I dress or anything in the house. You are decluttering service. Your job is to declutter, Mm -hmm. not determine what I wear. You know what? You are right. We are a decluttering service. We find the items in your home that are outdated, that are just taking up space, and in your case, some items that particularly smelled, and then we remove them for you. You are welcome. I have no idea where you got the nerve. Mm -hmm. You did not ask for permission. You need to make sure I get everything back that you somehow decided to remove. It sounds like you're... You need to get this now. It sounds like you're upset. I'm really upset. Where are my clothes? That's part of the process here. It is sometimes hard for people to give up old stuff. 
You are not answering me, and you're not telling me where the f*** my clothes are, okay? Again, I don't know how many times I have to tell you. We took them to a donation center. I don't care. I don't care. Then I don't know why you were asking so many times, but I will tell you that they did reject some of your clothes because they were so out of style, but don't worry. We took care of it. Uh, we just set those things on fire. What? Mm-hmm. The fire department did get called once, but don't worry. There were no fines, so... You're being serious right now? You set my clothes on fire? Well, all that synthetic fabric did go up pretty easy. Yeah. What the f is wrong with you? I don't what know. What is to wrong tell you, with sir. you? Um, like I said, there will be a bill coming, and I hope you have a great vacation. Hell no. Do not hang up on me. I am not done with you. Mm-hmm. I want to talk to your boss or the owner, your supervisor. I want to talk to someone else. I am going to get an answer. Yeah. That well, makes sense. if you want an answer, you may want to talk to your wife, Claire, because she's the one that set you up. This is actually a prank phone call. What? I'm actually Brooke from the radio show Brooke and Jeffrey in the Morning doing a phone tap on you. Wait, who are you? Who are you? What is this about? Really? <laughs> it's a radio show. Your wife emailed us and she said a decluttering service was at your house while you're on vacation. She wanted to mess with you. It's all a joke. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Ha-ha. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> oh! <laughs> I'm so upset still. <laughs> No, I know. She just wanted to have a little extra fun on your vacation. Oh, God. Oh, my God. Claire, you did not just do this to me. I didn't set anything on fire. I didn't. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you. And my clothes are not bad. (laughs) I heard a lot about polyester and some really bad plaid, so I don't know about that. Right when we get home, I am going to set her clothes on fire. God, no, don't do that. Please don't do that. I'm going to light them all. Believe me. You guys are scary with revenge. You're the one who brought up the fire part. I'm the one who's going to finish it. It was a joke, though. It was only a joke. Yeah, yeah, okay. Brooke and Jeffrey in the morning. Hey, girl. What's up with you? Wait a minute. Is this the right number? It's um the loser line. Come on. Just call me back. If you haven't heard the loser line before, it works like this. Let's say someone approaches you while you're out at the club and uses this charming pickup line on you. Hey there, sweetheart. I wish you were a computer. So I could select all on your clothes then hit delete. Mm -hmm. You're naked now. Can we control Z that? Is that an option? (laughs) Whatever you do, resist the urge to slowly spit your drink onto his Heelys. Instead, tell him that his sweet talk will get him everywhere. Yeah. (laughs) That's when you give him the digits to the loser line. So hopefully he leaves an awkward voicemail that we can play on the air. Voicemails like this one. Next message. Hey, Candace, it's me, Brian. When I met you in the dog park, I thought that you were a good person. But there's something that you did that I can never forgive you for. When we said goodbye, I asked you if you wanted to kiss Gary, my dog, on the mouth. Did you have to make that disgusting look on your face when I asked you? <laughs> you know who saw it, too? Gary saw it. Mm. And you hurt his feelings. <laughs> Even if you wanted to go out with me again, the answer is no. And that's not just for me. That's for Gary. Next message. <laughs> Oh, double burn by a man and his dog. That's right, a dog named Gary. (laughs) Come here, Gary. (laughs) Next message. Hey, Justin. um, This is Lisa 
Uh, it was really great meeting you the other night, and it was really fun when you were, like, teaching me how to whistle. And I know, I know it's weird that I never learned as a kid, but I guess no one ever took the time to teach me. So I just really wanted to thank you for teaching me, and I've actually been practicing since we met, and I wanted to show you that I can do it. I think I got it. Give me a second. I have to drink a little water. Water? Okay. Here it goes. Damn it. (laughs) I just had it. Uh, Maybe if I use more fingers. Give me one second. Focus. (laughs) This is so frustrating. I had it for like an hour, and now I can't get it. (laughs) Mother. (laughs) Next message. Oh, my God. We need to call this Dude, girl. I remember the whistle struggle. She needs struggle. help. Mm-hmm. When we all learned how to whistle, you had that moment, too, right? You're like, I swear I just was I could only it. do it in. You can't blow out? No, I can. But as a child. Oh, I mean, you. I'm just saying, I think I could help this woman. Yeah. And how messed up is she going to lose her line because she can't whistle? I know. It was a smart move of the person to troll her with the loser line right. on that. Yeah, it worked for us. Bring up all her childhood insecurities. Mm-hmm. But I love I love what she said. I feel like it's the answer to every one of life's problems. When something's going wrong, yeah. just put more fingers in there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to try it again with some more fingers. Next message. Hey, uh, Candy. Candy, I love that name. It's kind of funny because uh, when we were talking, I didn't tell you, but, you know, your name is Candy and my name is Scott, but they call me Scotty. But actually, actually, they call me Biscotti. See, Biscotti, Candy, both food elements. And I was wondering if um, we should go out maybe for a Biscotti. You could go out oh with a gosh. Biscotti with Scotty or Biscotti with Biscotti or, 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 uh, and, but, uh, you know, okay, so uh, nice to meet you, uh, you know, and uh, I, let's, yeah, let, let's do it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Next message. Hit the end button, dude. Yeah, end the call. Oh, my God. I love hearing the downfall of that, though. Yeah, That's all he had the was one idea. He clicked it. It's like, this isn't working. Yeah, me and my friend Ben, we went and got some Eggs Benedict. Yeah. And uh, yeah, me and then Rita went and got a uh, margarita. Do you get it? Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. You get it? And you're candy. See? Candy. We have lots in common. We both like food. <laughs> Next message. Hey, Nick. This is my... I... Just wanted to check in again because it's been four days and I haven't heard back from you. I'm a little disappointed because I thought we had a pretty strong connection. And I know about connections because on the weekends, I am a part-time psychic. And I've been thinking a lot about you and I've gotten some really nervous energy coming from you. I think I know why. And after some heavy thought, if I'm reading this correctly, there's a 50-50 shot that you are not reaching out to me because either you have a girlfriend and you fail to tell me or you are dealing with an embarrassing issue 
possibly erectile dysfunction, <laughs> and I, I'm hardly ever wrong. So I I think I've hit the nail on the head, which is weird to say that with an erectile dysfunction uh-huh. issue. But I would at least appreciate you calling me back to let me know if my cosmic readings are correct. Hmm. Next message. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's when he's gonna call. Yeah, back. exactly. Yeah. Best part-time psychic reading ever. Dude. Oh my god! You know, Sponsored by the Little Blue Pill. Right. Is that what she's getting paid? I'm getting. Through? I'm getting a very orange aura from you. I'm detecting that your lower half is very limp. Yeah, that is a smushy aura. Yeah. <laughs> Brooke and Jeffrey in the morning. We got laser stories coming up in just a few minutes, but first, it's time for our weekly Nick Cage update. Why did I forget last week's? Did that happen? Yeah, I guess so. You must have blocked it out. Okay. okay. But, of course, you know, Nicolas Cage has blown so much money over the years. Yeah. He seems like the kind of guy who dropped thousands in a day at a casino. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and he's from, like, one of the richest families in Hollywood. So. He actually okay. lives in Las Vegas right now, but turns out he's not a gambler. Oh, probably good. Shocking. Nick sat down with Marilyn Manson for Interview Magazine. <laughs> what did you just say? He sat down for an interview with Marilyn Manson. They look alike. Oh my God, they do kind of. And he said that while he currently lives in Vegas, he hasn't gambled in 30 years. Whoa. And apparently there's a reason for it. It's the most Nicolas Cage reason ever. Okay. He said, quote, I was in the Bahamas and I walked into a casino. Uh I felt like I had my mojo with me. Oh. Like nothing could go wrong. Yeah, I've had that feeling in Vegas. My game was roulette. Ooh, I love roulette. All luck. I went in with $200 and I didn't miss a number. So much that even the lady spinning the wheel said, Nothing sweeter than a repeater. Oh, God. (laughs) God, dealers. Yeah, that's terrible. Nick says, in 20 minutes, I turned $200 into $20,000. Whoa! All right, Nick Cage. So I went and found an orphanage in the Bahamas, met all the kids and the headmistress, and said, this is for you. I put the 20 grand in her hand, walked away, and never gambled again, because if I did, it would ruin the power of that moment. Oh, that's, I mean, that's an amazing story, but can you imagine being one of those kids and having creepy Nick Cage yeah. come to you? <laughs> Please don't money. let him adopt me. Oh, he's so weird, you think he'd be like, I want to buy all of these children. Yeah. <laughs> he swears that that story is true. Do you wow. believe him? You don't believe him? Come on. Okay. I believe it. <laughs> I'm sure, because then he's like, oh, then I looked up into the sky, yeah. and I saw an asteroid coming towards the Earth, and I said, not today and i punched that devil rock back into the void of space and marilyn manson's like cool yeah i'm sure (laughs) no i bet you know what that orphanage lady did she thanked him then took the 20 grand back to the casino put it all on black don't end it there now she's a gambling addict good work nick come on if you think that story's crazy just wait because we got laser stories coming up right after this Brooke and Jeffrey in the morning. It's the radio segment that just got banned from the public pool because he kept electrocuting everyone in the water. Oh, my gosh. Laser stories. The segment where we read weird news stories from around the globe, just like everyone else does, except we have a laser. 
And those other yogurt tops just don't. <laughs> His first laser story is out of Yorkshire, England. An 80-year-old man named Harry Harvey went missing recently after a hike in the mountains. Oh, no. He got separated from his walking partner, so he was reported missing the next day when he didn't come home. Oh, wow. And that's when a rescue team flew into action. A hundred rescuers scoured the landscape for Harry, and after a few days, there was absolutely no sign of him. (gasps) Oh, my gosh. She's 80, lost in the mountains? This is not good. After 72 hours missing, things seemed pretty bleak. Yeah. That's when authorities held a press conference about his disappearance inside a local tavern. His family was there in tears, thinking the worst. That was until the door slowly opened. Uh-oh. What's behind the door, Jeff? It's the creakiest door in the world well, to this tavern. It's a local tavern in England. All the doors are creaky, right? And once the door opened, in walked Harry. Oh my God! What? He's alive. The 80-year-old man? (laughs) Apparently, as the press conference was going on, a nature photographer spotted him walking by the highway. So she picked him up and whisked him over to attend his own press conference. Oh, yeah. Like, what's all the fuss about? Dude, this is the best scenario. Yeah, he should have just acted like nothing was wrong. That is an in-shape 80-year-old. Once inside, Harry told people that a howling gale of wind had caused him to lose his way. It's so windy, I don't know where I am suddenly. (laughs) Is this Kansas? (laughs) Turns out he spent three nights and four days solo camping. What? Which he described as a pleasant experience. Other than the lack of food and the bump on his head he suffered after falling down a stream. My hero. Dang. After hearing his story, everyone at the press conference bought him a beer. He should go on a TV show. <laughs> his next laser story is out of Scammer's Paradise. Restaurants love to give you free food on your birthday. Yeah. The problem is, your birthday only comes once a year. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And you'd probably like to get free food all the time. Yeah, I would. Well, one 19-year-old guy named Noah Willie figured out a solution. He just shared his trick on TikTok for getting free food all year long. It's smart, but also kind of unethical. Okay. So you have to decide if you're willing to compromise your morals for some free curly fries. But Noah has an email address that he uses just to sign up for chain restaurant email lists. And he puts a different birthday for every restaurant that he registers with. Shut up. So on January 1st, Applebee's thinks it's his birthday and they'll send him a coupon for their birthday freebie, which is like a free dessert. Uh Uh-huh. And then on January 2nd, Arby's thinks it's his birthday and they send him a coupon for like a free sandwich and so on and so on. He even has a spreadsheet sheets that he can keep all of the restaurants uh, straight. So smart until you tell everyone, Noah. Okay, listen, not only that, you're going to ruin it for everybody. They're going to take away these birthday coupons. You're just jealous, bro. No, I'm just saying, like, a good scammer never tells it's scam. It's just like a magician, you know? You don't tell your secrets, man. He says he doesn't have a favorite meal deal, but he is willing to travel out of state for a free small stack of pancakes at IHOP. He just loves, Uh, loves IHOP pancakes. Cakes. I think he did, should do the price on the gas to get some free yeah. pancakes. Like traveling out of state. <laughs> His next laser story is out of Halifax, Nova Scotia. Grant Hatcher was on a five-hour bike ride to visit family and left a bit later than expected. Mm. And since he didn't want to be driving in the night, he decided to pull off and camp. 
and he found a beautiful spot by the ocean to set up a tent. Okay. Ah, Sounds nice. nice. Yeah. He acknowledges now that there were some red flags he definitely should have paid attention to. Uh Uh-oh. First, the area that he camped in was covered in tall grass, Uh but it was all lying flat on the ground. Okay. And then second, the dirt felt pretty damp. But he just thought it was because of rain. Okay. I, I haven't figured out what's going on. I don't know either. So ignoring all those signs, Grant went to sleep anyway and woke up a few hours later to the sound of soothing waves. And only then did he realize something was really, really off because his tent was clearly floating on water. <laughs> what? <laughs> It turns out he'd made camp in a bay that's known worldwide for its extreme high tidal range, and he was floating on the ocean. That is terrible. That is so scary. That is frightening. (laughs) And it actually gets worse because, turns out, Grant sleeps in the nude. Ah! Man after my own heart, Grant, (laughs) but timing couldn't have been worse. As he panicked and tried to figure out what was going on, he realized he was only in about two feet deep of water. So he was able to drag his tent out and was lucky enough to find his backpack and one of his shoes. Uh, Wow! He's got one shoe on. He's naked. He's dragging his tent around. He got back on his bike, soaking wet, and was able to ride to a nearby hotel. Afterwards, Grant said the lesson he learned was to always plan for high tide when camping. Good lesson. I like how it wasn't sleep with clothes on. Nope. But (laughs) high tide can hit you anywhere. This next laser story is out of the land of the rich and ridiculous. Uh A restaurant in Chicago called PB&J, which stands for Pizza, Beer, and Jukebox. Okay, trying to twist that definition up a little bit, guys. They decided to live up to their namesake by adding a peanut butter and jelly sandwich to their menu. Yeah, because that's what everyone Mm. goes there thinking they're going to get. If I can't order one there, I would be mad. Yeah. Yeah, And if you're wondering, the one that they added is the most expensive PB&J sandwich in the world. What? This special peanut butter and jelly sandwich will cost you $350. (gasps) Oh my gosh! All right. What is the jail? They're that mad about being called PB and J? Like, this is how they're trolling people or what? So, what makes it cost that much? The bread has edible gold baked into it, and it uses an expensive all natural peanut butter. Honey imported from New Zealand and a red currant jam from France. That's oh, quote hand seeded using goose quills. Oh my gosh. I'm sorry. And but... do they put that next to the like pub burger that they also <laughs> yeah, offer? I'm sure they do. I'll stick Dude, to my Uncrustables. Well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. I'm not that classy. I'd be like, can you replace the jam with just grape jelly? Yeah. <laughs> well, thank you. Welch's. No, no, that's fine. <laughs> this will work out for you because the restaurant does also sell a regular PB&J on Wonder Bread with uh, regular peanut butter and yeah! grape jelly. Oh, there, there, right. there we go. That one only cost two hundred dollars. <laughs> <laughs> that one's five bucks though. And the thing is, I would buy a three hundred dollar peanut butter and jelly sandwich for my kid, and they'd be like, "Mom, this is not the peanut butter." <laughs> <I made." laughs> <Yeah, you. laughs> I'm full. <laughs> well, you know who else also loves a good deal? This guy. Oh yeah, he likes two for one on those shoes. Ew. Yeah, he does. That's the sound of a turtle capitalizing on a deal, and it means Laser Stories has come to an end for the day. Brooke and Jeffrey in the morning. Imagine you go out on a first date with somebody, Mm -hmm. 
not realizing until you get there that your date is a secret celebrity. What? Oh, cool. It'd be like if Jose invited over some Tinder girl to his apartment, and as she's sitting down on the couch, right in between the old box of chow mein and the bowl of weak old clam chowder, she pushes back the hood on her sweater, and you see it's Ariana Grande. Oh my gosh, I am, oh dude. Oh, uh, I, I, I have thoughts I want to say that I can't say on the radio. Yeah. Oh my God, yeah. I would be, you wouldn't be mortified because remember where she's sitting. Yeah. <laughs> no. Like I, you wouldn't have tried a little harder for Ariana Grande? <laughs> well, the thing is, something like that actually happened recently to a woman from New York. What? And when she found out who she was really out with, she instantly had a million questions. Oh my yeah. gosh, tell us. And he answered them. Now her story's going viral, and you're going to find out who it was and why thousands of people wanted to know every detail. Coming up. Brooke and Jeffrey in the morning. It's Brooke and Jeffrey in the morning, and there's some things in life that you just don't want to know. Like, what's really in the McRib? Uh, yeah, don't tell me, dude. Do you want to know that? <laughs> I don't, I don't think so. Not. Just eat it. No. Or how many spiders are within six feet of you at any given oh, moment? Oh, no, I do not want... I live in such an old building, I do think about this sometimes. I mean, you don't think there's any in the ceiling right now above right now? us? No, oh, I stop. Bet. Oh, my gosh. And what songs are on Brooke's bedroom playlist? Oh. Ew. Don't want to know. <laughs> I don't uh, want to know. Me neither. I could go all night yeah. long oh, with that, that answer. Like a really hardcore rock, fast bass. No, I'm picturing, a little bit of both. It's a mix. I'm you picturing. Go uh, up and down through the energy. Mix. I'm, I'm guessing like Cotton Eye Joe, <laughs> and she'll be coming around the mountain when she comes. That's a very big that of the title. Yeah, it's so a true story. Yeah. But oh in some God, cases, the yeah, it's, it's actually nice occasionally to get a little behind the scenes look, especially if it's something you really care about. Like, say, for example, if someone had some very interesting insider information about your favorite restaurant. Ooh, yeah. yeah. I yeah. And that's what's happening today. Oh, no. This all started from a Reddit post from a girl saying, you'll never believe who I went on a date with last night. It was the former general manager for the Times Square Olive Garden. <gasps> This is either going to make it or break it for me. (laughs) Which, if you didn't know, the Times Square Olive Garden is one of the busiest restaurants in the entire world. Yeah. Yeah. I used to work at Olive Garden. They brag about the Times Square one. Just to paint the picture, it's three floors. The wait time is always at least two hours to get in. Who is waiting two hours to go to That's the wait for a high-end, hard-to-find chef. It's also the wait for any Cheesecake Factory I've ever been into. (laughs) Their last seating is at 2 a.m. What? That's how busy this place is. And she went on to say she did not know that about him until after the date had started. But once she learned that information, she spent the next hour peppering this guy with questions about his experience there. Okay, yeah. She didn't know. All right, sugar baby. I know. I'm like, can you hook me up with this guy? (laughs) General man. You won't believe some of the things that he told her. The people on Reddit went nuts with this, and they were asking her all sorts of questions, trying to get as much info as possible. Oh my God, I'm dying to know. I don't know how I missed this. The number one thing that hundreds of people wanted to know was while he was the GM, uh-huh. did his restaurant ever run out of bottomless breadsticks? Oh, yeah. Great question. Good, my oh, my yeah. first question was breadsticks. <laughs> yeah. His answer, yes. <gasps> Twice. What did that do? 
Twice. He says they were the worst two shifts of his entire life. Because oh, everyone was complaining. Customers were extremely angry, shouting like, I don't care. Go make some more. Oh, we can't. No. They're oh, man. Or they'd say, our Olive Garden never runs out. You better fix this. Yeah. Oh, back in Kansas. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, go pick some more off the breadstick tree. But apparently every international visitor was very polite and understanding about the situation. Shocking. Oh, yeah, yeah. But we're on I met, I met like, that sarcastically, yeah. just so you know. But besides the breadstick question, another big one was, did anybody ever order the unlimited soup-salad-breadstick combo and then stay there all day? Right, because it's oh, open until 2 a.m. I mean, you could get your money's wow. worth. Uh-huh. One person did. And Olive Garden corporate would not let the employees remove him because, oh. quote, they're family and he should be allowed to eat and stay as long as he wanted. That's wow. so nice. Yeah, yeah. Dude. The thing about family, though, you spend too much time with them, you hate yeah. them. Exactly. Yeah. So you got a delicate balance. Yeah. It's like family, they made him do the dishes. What about the weirdest thing he ever saw in the restaurant? Now, this okay. is a great question. Yeah. I'm square. Apparently, he says there was a knife fight one time. Oh. What? God, that had to whoa, coincide whoa, whoa. with the breadstick shortage. Oh. <laughs> Probably. And it was between two Karens. Oh, shut up. Wow. They were both wielding butter knives from off oh. the table. Oh, no. It all started as a fist fight, and then eventually it went up to the butter knives. Oh. I mean, if you have a choice between a butter knife and a fork, I'm sorry, grab the fork. Yeah, a fork yeah. is going to hurt. And the GM had to pull the two of them apart oh. and shoved one in the elevator and sent her down to the first floor. But the other lady broke out of his grasp. <gasps> Ran down the stairs, stopped the elevator on the second floor, <laughs> and grabbed someone else's knife from a different table. No. They continued fighting and tumbled down the stairs, ended up wrestling on the first floor. <laughs> they went down all three floors. Oh my God. And you know, if you were in the restaurant, you're like, honey, see, this? it was worth the two hour wait. Yeah. <laughs> it's amazing. I'm standing out, I'm recording. I'm yelling, yeah. star. Only in New York. Yeah. <laughs> Eventually, he threw both of them out onto the street. Good. But then he had to go chase back after them to recover the butter knives that they still had. Dude, this guy is a great manager. (laughs) I mean. And after he told that story, he said, still, running out of breadsticks was worse. Oh, my God. Goodness. We're talking about a post that went viral recently where a girl went on a date with the former general manager of the Olive Garden in Times Square. Wow. Oh, my God. And she learned about some of the craziest things that he saw during his time there. Apparently, another story that he shared with her was when a really big guy came into the restaurant one day. Okay. And immediately, all the other customers were getting his autograph. Apparently, it was a famous NFL linebacker. Okay. okay. That makes sense. I bet there's a lot of famous people that come through there. Oh, yeah. Sure. But this guy was determined to eat each one of the pasta and sauce combinations on the menu all in one sitting. It makes sense. Those NFL players. After two hours, he'd cleared more than four pounds of pasta (gasps) plus three pounds of sauce. And he had the optional meat add-on for every dish. So you get like wow. a sausage or meatball um, do you or chicken. En- do you enjoy it at that point? Or are you just like, Ugh. That's why you got different combos. You're like, yeah. yeah. Keep it exciting. Yeah. He consumed probably over eight pounds of food throughout the meal. Dang. He's the reason that they ran out of the bottomless <laughs> yeah. breadsticks. And then he only tipped $4. No. Shut get up. out of here. No. $4 tip You're on that. NFL 
basketball player and you tip four dollars. Crazy. I, I uh, hate that. He better sucks. be only like oh, no. twenty three or something. That's the only way that that can make up for it. So finally, the one thing the former Olive Garden manager from Times Square said he never understood all the time that he was working there yeah. is why Americans would go to eat there. Like, they travel from all over the country, wait for hours in line to pay three times the regular amount for the exact same food they could have gotten at their local Olive Garden back home. But it's the same thing. Like, if you travel anywhere in the world and you find an American-franchised, half of it is filled with other American tourists. I'm like, hey, y'all, we're in Italy for a reason. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I know Burger King's great, but... I can only pronounce the food here, so... It's so strange to me. I'm with him on that one. Well, text into 78592. What's your craziest Olive Garden story if you have one? We want to hear it. Your phone tap's coming up right after this. Brooke and Jeffrey in the morning. All right, it's almost time for your phone tap. And what do you do if you have a boring job Mm. and after a few months of it, you realize you're basically life's punching bag? Oh, man. Oh, man, that sucks. I mean, just even you saying that makes people feel bad. (laughs) That's the case where now you realize you're spending every day just listening to other people's dumb complaints mm-hmm. about the company that you work for. Oh, sounds like I uh, work for the cable company. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know what you do if you're in that situation? You get promoted and you hire somebody else to take your place. So now they have to be life's punching bag. Hey, nice. And that's what one woman did. She emailed us to prank her subordinate oh. and came up with one of the most <laughs> outlandish scenarios you could possibly think of for someone who works at a zoo. Be so cool, it's not boring at all. Well, well if you have to take the complaint line at the zoo, that's a different story. Okay, so we'll hear what happens in your phone tap right now. Brooke and Jeffrey in the morning. Thank you for calling Zoo. My name is Colin. How may I help you today? Hey, Colin, my name's Tony. I think I just spoke with your boss. Her name was Tina. Okay, how can I help you? Well, she transferred me to you and said that you could help me out. I'm in kind of like a a situation, I guess you could say. Okay. Um, What seems to be the issue? I was at your zoo a few days ago, and I was looking at the gorillas with my lady, and we were taking selfies, doing TikToks, just kind of funny things with the animals in the back. You know what I mean? Like I'm sure you see that a lot right now. Like, people do that at the zoo. Yeah, yeah. That's pretty common. So, (laughs) sorry, kind of embarrassing. I think while we were dancing next to the gorilla enclosure, I remember throwing my fanny pack in the air, and I'm pretty sure that's how my phone flew out into the exhibit. Uh, wow. <laughs> Are you serious? I know. It's embarrassing. Believe me. I did not even want to make this call. But I already checked the loss and found, so it has to be with the gorillas. Like, is it possible maybe to ask one of the zookeepers if they've seen it? Uh, yeah, I mean, I I can check for you. I mean, I haven't heard of anything like that before. I know, I know. It was so random, but thank you so much for checking. Honestly, it's really, really, really important that I get this back. So I'll just wait here on hold and you just go call them if that's okay. Uh, okay. I mean, I I don't know how long it could take. Maybe I can call you back. No, 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 no. It's okay. It's okay. I have time to wait. It's an iPhone 4, by the way. So if they ask, remember, iPhone 4. Okay. Uh, hold on. Thank you. Thank you so much. Uh, hello? Are you there? Hi. Hi. Yeah, I'm still here. 
Yeah, so I, I talked to the main trainer there, and, you know, unfortunately, he hasn't seen your phone. But if what? it turns up, we can call you back. Dude, oh, man, I'm telling you, it has to be there. Yeah, I, I don't know what to tell you, man. All right, well, I know this is going to sound really weird, but this is how I know it's there. Okay. Now, before I say this, please hear me out. I understand what this sounds like, but I am 99% sure... The gorillas have been calling my girlfriend. What? Yeah. Like, last night at 3 a.m., we got a call from my phone, and it was super heavy breathing. You're you know, joking. Yeah, like, ooh, ooh, ooh. You know how gorillas breathe? Uh, yeah, I'm familiar, but, um... Okay. When I, I kept asking, who is it? And all they were doing was like, <laughs> Okay. And I'm sir, like, whoa, you're mocking me, bro? Like, I can okay, hear you. Sir, I don't really believe that any of this is happening. So I didn't believe, know. hey, I didn't believe it either. I'm sorry to cut you off, but you know what a gorilla sounds like, right? Uh, yes. And so do I. Okay, but, I mean, you're joking right now because, I mean, this isn't something that's possible. Please, I will show you the calls. And even better, I did the find my phone thing, and the GPS mm -hmm. signal is coming from the zoo. So it has to be the gorillas. And I, I, you know, sir, I just, I really don't have time for this. No. This is just impossible. I mean, I, you know, I just don't know what to say about your phone. I can guarantee it's not here. Okay. Well, what if this, what if it like got hidden under like a, under a bunch of leaves in their pen or like the bananas and no, then they no. butt dialed me, like the gorilla butt dialed me and they're no, accidentally no. calling. Sir, we would have found the phone. Okay. So I, I really have to go. Okay. Um, hold on. Listen. I hope you find your phone. No, before you hang up, I do appreciate all of your time. Okay. Mm -hmm. I didn't want to tell you this last part because this is going to be even weirder. And I'm going to sound like a pervert, and I'm not a pervert. I'm telling you right now, sir. Okay? Oh okay. This morning, I looked at my girlfriend's phone. Okay. And one of the gorillas figured out a way to send her a junk pic, dude. Okay. Seriously. You know, whatever, man. Yeah. It's, no. No, it's... not whatever. I'm being serious, dude. And it was way bigger than mine. This okay. dude's trying to show me up. My girlfriend okay. didn't even want to kiss me goodbye this morning. She was totally okay, not in the mood. Good. This can't be real. I'm, I'm just... Okay, I'm obviously not going to convince you a gorilla sent me a junk pic. <laughs> What's going on? This is actually Jose from the radio show Brick and Jeffrey in the morning. I'm doing a phone tap on you, bro. Oh, my God. <laughs> Oh, there's the laugh I was looking for. Your boss, Tina, set you up. Oh, wow. She said you've been complaining about high-maintenance customers recently, and she wanted to mess with you. So, here I am, Gorilla Junk. Oh, my God, the junk pick. Dude, it was huge, bro. I mean, not as hairy as mine, but definitely okay. bigger than mine. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, 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 yeah. Got it, got it. Oh, man, that's too much, too much. Brooke and Jeffrey in the morning. It's almost time for your second date update. And I don't mean to sound dramatic or anything, but I'm going to predict that today's call will change how women date forever. Whoa! Really? That's, that's a big statement. That's a big one. Huge. Pretty low drama, if you yeah. ask me. But I promise you will never show up early to a first date ever again, ladies, after you hear what happened in today's call. Whoa, now I don't really? know if I should be scared or thankful that I know yeah. the information. Yeah. Be both. Be okay. scared and thankful. Scared and thankful. <laughs> the girl that we spoke to only arrived a couple minutes early, 
but still, it created one of the most bizarre and uncomfortable situations we've ever heard on oh, this show. Yeah. Uh, what, did, what happened? The question still <laughs> remains, though, is there still a shot to save this relationship? Uh, I mean, I don't even know what happened. It I seems know. like I'm going to go, no. Well, let's find out. You'll hear what happened in your second date update right after this. Brooke and Jeffrey in the morning. Second date update. We have a guy named Arlo on the phone for a second date update. And Arlo, I saw your email and I read all about your date. And I think the most interesting part to me was that the girl got to your place early and you didn't let her in. That's true. I'm curious to hear about that. But first, tell me, what's the girl's name? Dina. 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 Okay. Arlo, before we get too far into this, do you know why she's not calling you back or are you totally mystified? Um, I think there could be a few things. Okay. We got <laughs> options. Oh, you. Yeah. I like to know that, Arlo. Okay, so let's <laughs> too far in. We'll start at the beginning when she arrived early for the date. How early is early? Yeah. She was at least 15 minutes early. Okay, so wait. 15? 15? That's not too early, bro. I thought you were talking like an hour or two. Was the date hanging out at your house, or was she just meeting you there and you guys were going somewhere? Right, exactly. We were meeting there and then going out. Okay, okay, okay. 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 Yeah, that's always a good plan. But you would still plan for her to be come up to your apartment or whatever, right? Mm -hmm. I don't know. I always run late, so I hate people that are early. Yeah, Yeah, me too. Me too. (laughs) So what did you say? What did you tell her when she got there? I just said, like, hey, I'm sorry. I'm not ready. Do you mind coming back in a little bit? (laughs) Coming back? Why don't you just say, I'll be right down. Give me five. (laughs) Honestly, I wasn't really thinking. It just just came out of my mouth. (laughs) Okay. That is so you shut the door on her. Like a solicitor. No, thanks. Do you have an appointment? Yeah. (laughs) Wait, what did she say to this? To me, it sounded kind of like she didn't know what to say, but she'd say okay. This is an interesting right. strategy. Keep the girl waiting before the date even starts. That'll make like her it. in a really good it's, mood. It's, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's not even waiting. It's sending her home. So was it like 15 minutes later you guys then started your date or what? Yeah, she came back actually probably like a half hour later, which was, you know, honestly, that was fine with me because I did need a little bit more time. Okay. <laughs> okay. Can, I, can I just, what were you doing? <laughs> I just had like a bunch of stuff I had to do before okay. I got yeah, prepping right. Don't ask a man what he was doing. Oh, yes, sorry, Jeff. We don't know. We have no idea. Okay, why are you asking all these questions? Never, we never know. Just let us be. So what did you end up doing for the actual date, Arlo? So we had talked before about how much we like breakfast food, and I knew a little oh, cafe yes. down the street that served breakfast. Okay, win. That's a great date idea. Yeah. Yeah, so we're walking, and she's quiet. We're not talking. Ooh. I wasn't sure if, obviously, she could have been upset for the wait or if she was just hangry, I guess is what you would say. Yeah. <laughs> they are not starting things off very yeah. well. Wow, no. Yeah, did pancakes and bacon fix anything? Well... It was still, like, awkwardly quiet, so I tried to break the ice by talking about bad dates, like a history of bad, like... History of what? Bad dates. dates. I see. He's trying to make her remember other worse dates than this one so that this one comes off looking good. You know, I actually don't think it's bad. Like, self-deprecating humor can be really funny, right? But humor's all about delivery, so he's like, hey, at least I didn't stab you like some other dates, right? Yeah, I made the last date wait two hours. Yeah. It's all about delivery, so... Yeah, this sounds really fun. Did she laugh? Yeah, she laughed at my story. What was your story? 
This one time I went out with this girl, and when I met up with her, she was just like, I just want you to know that my dad's in the mafia, so you better treat me right now. Oh, wow. Oh, my God. Do you think she was telling the truth, or was she just trying to scare you into a good date? Well, the next day, there was a horse's head in my bed. Shut up. Get out of here. You're funny. You got some humor. All right. What about. And it's good, too, because, like, you're admitting, like, I understand that things are not going the way I want them to. Exactly. And that's a good thing to do. Yeah. All a woman wants is to admit that you're wrong sometimes. (laughs) What was her story? She said something about, like, a date that she had with this guy where they were going to go to a concert. And when she got there, the guy, he had a girlfriend that he invited. Wow. And then I guess the guy, to make matters worse, he asked the two of them to kiss. Mm. Oh, oh, yeah. Didn't see oh. that coming. Yeah. <laughs> Look at the guys in the room. Yeah. I thought you guys were supposed to be talking about bad dates, yeah. not oh, the best okay. dates. It sounds like you're getting things back on track on this date, maybe. Mm. Yeah, you know, it was good to kind of relate, I think. You know, I know obviously first dates are usually awkward anyways, and we got to talking, but then the food came out, and it was kind of bad timing because the food's so good that you just, you didn't want to talk. All you want to do is eat. (laughs) Just scarf. Oh, Oh, yeah. Plus, she waited a really long time because of you. Yeah. (laughs) She was starving. Good point, Alexis. Okay. So how did this date end? So we finished eating, and after the check came out and all that, I asked her if she wanted to just come back to my place. Oh, like right then? Yeah, like even longer, just to keep the day going. Keep the awkward silence alive. Yeah. Hey, do you want to come back to my house and just not talk? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) There we go. What'd you say? That's really funny. funny. He's charming. Yeah. Well, she actually said she already had plans. Yeah. Oh, who makes plans after a date? Well, to be fair, it it was 30 minutes later than it was supposed to be starting. So after two hours together. And sometimes you always make plans after a date. That way, one, you can Mm -hmm. cut it off when it's like leave them wanting more type situation. Or if it's bad, you have an excuse to get out. Totally. I always leave the night open because I always think I'm getting I know. Do the woman usually have plans? Yeah. Actually, yeah. It's all starting to make sense now. All right. So she turned turned you down for that did you end it with a kiss a hug anything just like a normal friendly hug okay okay well that's good that's okay you know at least she didn't completely disgust her normally that wouldn't be great at the end of the day but you guys came a long way to get there (laughs) all right so let's play a song we are a little bit early here so you're gonna have to wait 30 (laughs) minutes but then we'll come back and we'll call dina and try and get your second date update okay perfect brooke and jeffrey in the morning Date update. Hey, Arlo? Yeah. Look, I know I said I'd come back after the song to do your second date update, <laughs> but I'm not quite ready yet. Oh! All right, I need a little extra time. Can you just hold, please? Okay, Jeffrey, we don't, we don't, have, we don't have time for this. Okay. I know it's funny. I what you're trying to do, but... I'm busy, okay? Just hold on. Oh, my God. You're not doing anything. You're just... <laughs> literally, like, looking at your... I just got to prep. Just give me a second. You're prepping. All right, we're back for your second date update. Arlo, was I worth the wait? 
I can totally relate to not being ready. So, uh, mm. yeah, of course you can, Arlo. You're the only man in the room that understands what Jeffrey just went through. Just to recap, Arlo started his date on the wrong foot. We think because the girl showed up to his place 15 minutes early, and he told her, "No, come back later." He was busy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So 30 minutes went by, and then the girl came back. They ended up having some awkward silence on the walk to the restaurant. Talked about bad dates from their past and then had a pretty quiet meal, too. So he's not getting a call back, and we're going to try and help him figure out why. Yeah, that would be great. I'm trying to figure it out myself. Yeah, I, I mean, I just think this one boils down to a bad first impression. Yeah. Maybe yeah, she got totally. home, she started thinking about the date, and like that stuff just kept popping in her mind. I also think if we can get you a second date, Arlo, <laughs> the best advice I could give you would be to be 15 minutes late to even out this whole conundrum of no, being he early needs to and be, late. He needs to be early. No, because she was early, so if okay. he's late, then they meet okay. in the middle. His, Trust me. Don't, don't, don't please works. do not follow Jose's math. <laughs> you know. Just show up on time. Okay, there we go. Let's move forward. All right. Are you ready to do this, Arlo? Yeah. Okay, I'm going to call Dina right now and get your second date update. Actually, you know what? Can Just wait one more second. Hold, no. please. Oh, my God. Sorry, I had to readjust there. Okay, here we go. Readjust. Let's do your second date update. Hello. Hi, I'm looking for Dina. This is Dina. Hey, Dina. My name's Jeffrey from the radio show Brooke and Jeffrey in the Morning. How are you doing? Um, I'm okay. Okay. That's good. That's good. That's a good start, Dina. Hi. We're, we're hoping you have a second to chat with us a little bit. Sorry, what is this for? It's for a segment that we do on our show called a second date update. It's where if you go out with someone and afterwards, if that person isn't calling you back, you can email us and we'll reach out to them for you to try and help you figure out the reason why. Oh, great. Um... <laughs> That's so genuine. Yeah, I really no, liked your response. It's Dina. more fun than it sounds. I promise, Dina. I mean, and it does mean that someone really liked you. So that's always a positive, yeah. you know? Yeah. They're going the extra mile to try to see you again. Yeah, that's fine. Are you busy over there? Fine. That's fine. Okay. Well, can I tell you a little bit about the guy who emailed us? His name's Arlo. Oh. Okay. okay. Uh-oh. This is just getting better for you. No, not, not oh, Arlo. <laughs> it's an A in there. Were you okay. hoping for somebody else? I was hoping not. To have to talk about Arlo. Okay. Oh, that oh okay. Sound good. Well, Arlo emailed us and told us all about the day that you guys spent together, and he had a lot of nice things to say about you, and now he's a little bit confused about why you're not reaching out to him. Um, I mean, I'm surprised he's confused. I think it's kind of obvious. Whoa. I mean, he told us that maybe he didn't make the best first impression, and there was some awkward silence and stuff in the beginning of the date. Is that all he said? No. He told us that you showed up 15 minutes early, and he asked you if you could come back a little bit later. Did he tell you why? Well, he said he was busy. Yeah, he said which, he was doing stuff. I'm surprised that you came back, because that is such a weird request. Instead of just saying, hey, <laughs> can you wait five minutes? I'll be down in a minute. Yeah, if he had said that, it probably would have been better, but Whoa. he just made it so weird. How? So I got there early, and I came back like a half hour later, and 
when we actually met up and started talking, he was like, yeah, sorry about that. I just had to do what guys do. Hmm? What does that mean? I hope it doesn't mean what I'm thinking it means. Please say it's like play video games. <laughs> My mind went to either pooping yeah. mm-hmm. or something else in the bathroom. Oh, a different type of preparation before a date. I see what you're saying. Yeah. And so I was like, well, I'm just going to hope it was pooping. Yeah. It's not a good sign when that's your best option. Yeah. Exactly. (laughs) Maybe he was nervous and like foot and mouth type of moment, right? I mean, maybe, but my immediate reaction, I was just like, pooping? And he was like, no, not that. Did he say it in that same tone? Like, <laughs> not that one. Yeah. Guess yeah. again. Oh, that's the tone that made her understand. Oh, oh God. That tone is so creepy. It is. Yeah, it is. Is it, bro? It is. <laughs> it is. <laughs> I mean, where do you even go from there in a conversation? Yeah, like, you don't. literally have just met someone in the yeah. first five minutes. You're finding out a lot. Yeah, you're yeah. like, okay, then. Yeah, that's why the conversation was so awkward, and there was so much oh. silence. Like, I didn't know what to say <laughs> after that. I imagine he's, like, skipping down the yeah. street. <laughs> like oh, my God. It's a hard jumping-off point for the conversation. Right. Yeah, that's awkward. I mean, what do you turn it to? So, you like bacon for dinner. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. Wow. I'm... So, are you saying from that moment? And on it just ruined it for you and the day never got better um at the end it got a little better okay. we started having fun talking about like, bad dates past okay You're like yeah Good. i went out with this guy named arlo once yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> awkward well i mean at least that's a good sign yeah, and maybe things were getting back on track um yeah but then it came time to pay the bill okay and Uh-oh. He asked if I wanted to go back to his place, which I think personally is just kind of creepy on a first date period. But the way he did it, he said, so I think I'm recovered from earlier. (laughs) You want to go back to my place? Oh, no. no, Why did he say anything but that? What a charmer. No wonder you said no. I mean, I didn't even say no. I just knew I was never going to see him again. Yeah. Oh, my God. I mean, honestly, I don't even know why he called us. If It sounds like he was just looking for a hookup that night. I don't know. I mean, look, Dina, maybe you'll never see him again, but you will have to hear him again. Because I need to tell you he's been on the other line listening and he wants to talk to you. He heard this? Yeah. He needed to hear it, Dina. Yeah. He, this is a good lesson. Uh-huh. Okay. Arlo, you there? I'm here. Arlo, what are you doing? Don't ask him. <laughs> oh, oh, my God. Oh, <laughs> Two hands on the phone, please. I just mean, like. <laughs> Arlo, explain yourself yes. is what we're trying to say. Thank you, Jeffrey. I... Oh. So no one in the studio. No, well, it's, wait, no, so, no again. You again, really no. did this, Arlo? You actually told her or at least hinted at her what you were doing? I mean, she asked, you know, I wasn't going to lie to her. Oh, my I mean, God. It's, it's, uh, he's honest. You, just, you don't have to lie. You just don't bring up that yeah, specific exactly. activity. You could have just said, I was busy. I was, though. I was really busy. Oh. Okay. No, we get it, man. Dina, are you even still there? Yeah, I'm here, and he's not making it better. So, I mean, Arlo, I think you need to try saying something to Dina to get her to see you're not a horrible person. Or just a creepy. That's not being a horrible person. Well, you know what I mean. Like, you're not some weirdo that's telling girls what you're doing all the time. Yeah. Yeah. Dina, listen, 
I'm a normal guy that does normal guy things, and I do normal guy things often. But okay, okay. Stop, stop saying normal guy things a million times, Arlo. I'm also a normal guy, bro. Just so you know. Yeah, thank you. I appreciate that. Oh, okay. You're welcome. I know too much. <laughs> no, it's not just the beginning of the day. It's how you ended it too. Telling her you recovered. Yeah. Like, what is that? In my defense, she already knew what I did before. I, I already told her. Yeah. 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 So she's probably wondering if I'm ready to go. And yeah, I was. I don't know. Dina, were you wondering that? Is that, is that the thought you had? Is that what was going through your mind? No, what, wasn't, what was on my mind at all? Oh, oh. We should have, What was on your mind, Dina? Not that. Yeah. Oh. Shocking. I mean, nobody could have guessed that in the room. It really feels like you guys are all piling on me right now, and it doesn't feel fair at all. I mean, this is what guys do. It's normal. It's I was just answering her question and trying to just be cool. We're not okay. saying we're not saying the action wasn't normal. Yeah, okay, timing, we're timing. saying that the yeah. discussion was too much. There it is. And now I have images of things piling on top oh. of each other for some reason. <laughs> this Uh-oh. is not good. We Jared, need to end this. Gotta go do some guy stuff. Yeah, and let me just ask Dina: Would you like to go out on another date with Arlo? We'll pay for it. Let me guess. No. Yeah. Oh, I should have bet money for it. Didn't oh, see it coming. <laughs> Arla, man, you just go hang up. Go do what guys do. Okay. Maybe you'll feel a little bit better. Think about us. Okay. No, please don't. No, no, please don't. Brooke and Jeffrey in the morning. It's almost time for your song of the week. Uh-huh. But first, we have a special message. Okay. And I don't know what it's about at all. This I'm just told there's a special message. It's so, not from you. No, it's not for me. So let's cue the music. My friends, today and today only, you have the opportunity to listen to the album of a lifetime. Who are you supposed to be? It is the beautiful music of the youngest of the young. Am I in a bad dream right now? His name is Young Heffrey. Young Heffrey. <laughs> he will melt your heart with oh. classic love ballads. Oh, that's right. Such as When a Man Loves. Many people from Craig's League. Oh, I know all about that. <laughs> or perhaps get your tongue out of my mouth. I'm kissing you goodbye. Ooh. And of course, my personal favorite, hot love injection. Okay. Oh, that's that's my uh, special uh, one. Uh, right. <laughs> you guys. It's a heavy duet with my favorite band, Bango Tango. Yeah. Yes. So sensual. Oh, my God. <laughs> Listen to hear if you, any of these musical love ballads will be featured in Young Heffrey's brand new Song of the Week. Uh, coming up at 810. Yes. Oh, my God. So, <laughs> what is happening? I mean, these... Yeah, a lot of weird stuff's about to happen, <laughs> I guess. Coming up with my brand new Song of the Week. Yeah. Brooke and Jeffrey in the morning. All right. It is time for my new Song of the Week. Okay. Yay! And fall is coming up. Oh. It is. I'm not ready. Stressful. I'm ready. God, yeah. 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 You're really oh, honestly too, ready? Well, the reason why is because for a lot of people, it's going to be a big return back to normal. Or yeah. at least somewhat normal. Okay. We're hoping. Yes, Did yes. you just yeah, jinx yeah. us? No, I'm, yeah, cross your fingers, <laughs> everyone. Just, I'm just thinking maybe some of our listeners are going to be going back to the office for the first time in a really long time. Yeah. Maybe people are going to be driving their kids back to school this year. Yeah. I know my favorite trucker, Butch, oh. is going to be making deliveries again. Oh, oh good. good. Good for Butch. Butch. This time, not personal ones. Oh. Oh. Actual <laughs> business deliveries. Do you know what, though? I'm glad you kept him afloat I during the last year and a half. You're That's welcome, Butch. But <laughs> what does all this mean? It really means one thing. What's that? Traffic. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. It's already getting worse. It's I such know. a double-edged sword because I hate sitting in it, 
But I love when our listeners have to sit in it. Yeah, yeah. we need you guys I to mean, sit in it. I mean, it's, <laughs> not to hate on you or anything, but, but it's yeah, really good it for helps us. us. It has been a while though since some of us have actually seen it. But yes. trust me, it's coming. And because oh. it's been so long, a lot of us may not even remember how stressful it is. Mm-hmm. I had to take my secret exit the other day, guys, for the oh, first time wow. before pandemic. When it gets really piled up. I could take a secret exit and kind of go around everyone. And okay. the other day I had to take it because it was so backed up oh. on the road. I was like, oh, my gosh, it's secret exit time. Where oh, is yeah. it? I'm not going to tell you. It's a secret. Just for you. But anyway, I'm confirming traffic's getting there. I'll tell you, I think we can all agree here that nothing's more miserable than being stuck in bumper to bumper gridlock. Yes. Oh, it sucks. Yeah. Nowhere to move. But hopefully this song is able to help. Okay. It's okay. the traffic anthem you didn't know you needed for when your car is going nowhere fast. Okay. All right. Okay. That's why instead of singing Nelly's famous hit, It's Getting Hot in Here, <laughs> it's Young Jeffrey's I'm Getting Blocked in Here. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I like it. So if you're stuck in traffic right now or are going to be, this one is for you. I'm a point when I'm ready. Points. I'm blocked in here. Can't stop it. No. I'll pump the brake a little. Uh, uh, cut me off a little. Uh, uh, hello. It's called the zipper merge, you genius. A jerking forward like, uh, uh, hit the steering wheel. Uh, uh. I was like, good graciousness is outrageous. Tailgaters testing my patience. Heavy on the brake to decrease my speed. Late to work, that is guaranteed. While I, I'm slowing, horns are blowing. Feel the rage inside me keep growing. Wish I had a bottle of something for throwing. Ten mile backup, it keeps going. Just a hope and new lanes are open. No joking, I would do anything to restart the flow. Metamucil before the road. This closure killed my mood. I'm gonna need to find a different route. Uh, uh, rocky road, now here's the scoop I wanna split like banana fruit I say it's getting brought to here Most of the lanes are closed I am getting so blocked I'm gonna hit my horn now It is gridlock in here My speed is at zero I am getting so blocked I'm gonna flash my brights on Four lanes of traffic bottled down to one Thought we'd all be flying now like the jet suns But there's so much heavy congestion Got my bladder game turning into a question And on the freeway, drivers are cursing Stop down, shifting, and reversing I need a gap for my Audi insertion Don't block me out like my neighbor's curtain Snail paces, I pass the midpoint Starbucks coffee cold at this point It don't matter what lane you choose Everybody got the freeway blues Guy in front of me was on his phone I had to slam on my brakes, made me drop my stone Someone didn't signal before the lane switch I scream, it's called a blinker, bitch It's getting blocked in here Feels like a claustrophobe I won't let you like, nah, uh, baby, just slow down. Never pull another stuff, uh, you ain't get it to the front. Uh, baby, just slow down with the bird in me like, uh, uh, I'll be laughing like, huh, uh, baby, just slow down with the peanut butter, uh, uh, cause we jam like, uh, uh. Yo, 
I'm merging, converging Out of the way, trucker, I'm determined What? Just be a courteous person Please, cause I gotta get through Bored and bored and I'm all alone Been driving for an hour, still see my home Got nothing funny on the radio Some morons singing parody, so mediocre It's getting blocked in here My temper is full-blown I am getting so blocked I'm gonna grab my crowbar I've had too much caffeine And the stress is overload I am getting so blocked I wanna leave my car here I hit the gas a little, uh, uh Nudging forward like, uh, uh Baby, just slow down Pack together like, uh, uh Why you riding up my, uh, uh Baby, just slow down Speed limit say, uh, uh But I'm barely going, uh, uh Baby, just slow down I can't take this anymore, uh Tweedledee and Tweedledown, uh Go! with the peanut butter at first. Oh, yeah. like, <laughs> <laughs> Gotta wait for it. Oh, uh, oh, there you go. Take it's, a breath, bro. And a bath. Yeah. Seriously, the zipper merch. Can we just yeah. take a minute yeah. to discuss yeah. how it works? And there's a difference between yield and merge people. Yeah. Okay, that's the biggest thing for me. And you keep moving when you merge. Yes. You don't stop. Yes. You just yes. keep moving. Yes. Same. Uh, you see how just talking uh, about traffic uh, has yeah. enraged yeah. the it entire room? Like my annoying. blood pressure just went up. Yeah, so. it's like, I have the right of way. Learn <laughs> yes. the rules of the road. <laughs> the point is, I feel you. Yeah. I yeah. feel you out yeah. there, yeah. and I appreciate what you're going through. Thank you for going through it and oh. listening to us and listening yeah. to this Time, yeah. that moron <laughs> that sings parody songs no. god that was it's funny because someone listening probably cut someone off as you were singing about yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i'm sorry about that but text into 78592 and let us know what you thought about the song or of just the week. like beep your car horn yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 in protest right yeah. now there we go we're gonna have the video of this up later on the brook and jeffrey instagram it'll be on tiktok on facebook all our social medias and, and i love the youtube because you can see all of the lyrics oh yeah i love the youtube so as well. <laughs> <laughs> that, that old YouTube there. I also love the Facebook and the Napster. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Go check out the videos right now. Brooke and Jeffrey in the morning. I've been getting a lot of texts into 78592 about my new song of the week. Yeah. And if you missed it, instead of singing the hit song by Nelly, it's getting hot in here. Did my own version called It's Getting Blocked in Here because more and more drivers are starting to get back out onto the roads for work and school and all sorts of things, which is great, but also means the return of horrible rush hour traffic, yeah, which yeah. Sure. not so great. Didn't miss that. One person texted into 78592 saying, I'm a firm believer that every traffic jam ever always starts with one dummy. Uh, yeah, oh. I've always thought that like one guy put his brakes up yes. for too long. That's not nice. What? Why? Don't call Alexis a dummy. Hey! She's a nice I lady. Start traffic. I drive fast. <laughs> you yeah. drive okay. away. Okay. Yeah. Another text came and said, "Appreciate the song, Jeff, but I actually enjoy sitting in heavy traffic every morning." Uh, what is wrong with you? Not only do I get to listen to you guys for longer, but oh, I okay, also get that. a little buzz going from the exhaust fumes. <laughs> So that's why you think we're fine. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Hey, hey, a tunnel's coming up. Interesting. Huh. Maybe he should get off the road. <laughs> anyway, remember, if you missed the song or if you want to hear it again, you can find the video for it up on the Brooke and Jeffrey YouTube, TikTok, Instagram, Facebook. All of it is yeah. there at Brooke and Jeffrey. Go share it with somebody while you're cruising at 70 centimeters per hour. Brooke and Jeffrey in the morning. Brooke's going for her third win in a row today. 
and you're going to be playing Julie from Roy. Hey, Julie. Hi, how are you? Oh, Big J in the house. Jules no, Doug, what's up? Run the Jules. How are you doing today? Yeah, I'm good. <laughs> I'm good. Tell me something that happened today already. Um, well, I'm actually getting ready to go do my last hearing test. I'm getting ready to retire from the Army after 20 years. Hey, wow. 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 That's impressive. Thank you for Good, yeah. for us. Thank you for your service. You're very welcome. You're Wait, doing a hearing test? Yeah, what if you fail the hearing test? Will they not let you retire when you want to? <laughs> um, I actually don't have to do it. Um, it's for medical readiness. I'm trying to help my unit out so I don't pop up on the naughty list after I start leave. Oh, so. you know you're on the naughty list already. I'm, I'm on the I'm Army's honest. naughty list, yeah. too, Julie. <laughs> <laughs> He's all right, you naughty army girl, you. We're going to send Brooke out of the studio. And while we do that, Julie, you know the game's played. You have 30 seconds to answer as many questions as possible. If you don't know one, just say pass, and you have to beat Brooke outright to win. You ready? Okay. Yep. Your time starts now. Today's National Wildlife Day. How many wild tigers are left in the world? 4,000, 40,000, or 400,000? 40,000. What East Coast state is nicknamed the Pine Tree State? Maine. Periwinkle is a shade of what color? Blue. Every Ritz cracker is purposely baked with how many holes in it? Twelve. July is named after Julius Caesar, but who is August named after? Oh, I don't know. What shape is featured on the flag of China? Pass. All right. Let's bring Brooke back into the studio. Obviously, you didn't serve in that country that we were mentioning, but that's okay. Uh, (laughs) Besides all the service that you've done for this country, what what else interesting should we know about you, Julie? Um, I actually breed savannah cats. I own a small business, and I've been doing that for about three years now. What's a savannah cat? Yeah. Um, So savannah cats are a hybrid of the African serval. Get that. So if you watch, right. if you watch Tiger King, um, Carol Baskin had a bunch of uh, servals at the very beginning of the documentary. Are we talking house cats, or are we? Are you got tigers yeah. up in your house right <laughs> now? No, I don't own tigers. No, um, they're actually domesticated house cats. How much does they're one cost, Julie? Um, it depends on the generation, but the earliest generation from a serval can range up to thirty thousand dollars. <laughs> <laughs> Well, if you're in the market for a $30,000 house cat, make sure to reach out to Julie and Roy. She'll hook you up. Or if you accidentally run over a very large cat, don't tell anyone because you may owe somebody a lot of money. I don't don't breed $30,000 cats. Mine are generally much more affordable. My most expensive is $5,000. That's more than the Tiger King cup. But she still wants $100 of your money first. (laughs) That's all right. All right, Brooke, you ready to answer some questions here? Yeah. Your time starts now. Today's National Wildlife Day. How many wild tigers are left in the world? 4,000, 40,000, or 400,000? 4,000. What East Coast state is nicknamed the Pine Tree State? Virginia. Periwinkle is a shade of what color? Purple. Every Ritz cracker is purposely baked with how many holes in it? Uh, nine. July is named after Julius Caesar, but who is August named after? Augustus. What shape is featured on the flag of China? Uh, a moon. Okay. We got those answers in, and let's see how you did. We're going to go to the scoreboard with Jose. Look at me. I'm a big, fat slob. Bolaños. (laughs) 
Julie, uh, the cat breeder, army extraordinaire. You got two correct today. That's pretty good. Uh, Those are tough, man. She heard hard. every question correct. That's good. So that's you're her. passing your test today, that's I'm right. telling you. Brooke? Yep. Two correct. Okay, I'll take wow. it. Wow. Oh, sorry, Julie. Tie goes well, to the house. Tied. It's better than outright losing. Totally. Yeah. yeah, for sure. <laughs> well, let's go over the answers for everybody. Today's National Wildlife Day, and there's only 4,000 wild tigers left wow. in the world. That's so sad. At the start of the 20th century, there used to be more than 100,000. So. Aren't humans terrible? Yeah. They are. The East Coast state nicknamed the Pine Tree State is Maine. Oh, that makes sense. Periwinkle is a I'm shade soft. of blue. Oh, you're from Maine, Julie? No, actually, yes. I <laughs> Oh, oh. Guess. It's a great guess. Yeah, good one. Yeah, periwinkle's a shade of blue. It's called periwinkle blue. Oh. Uh, every Ritz cracker is purposely baked with seven holes in it. It helps yeah. them bake perfectly throughout every cracker. I knew it was an, knew it was an odd number. I know I love those things. So good. July is named after Julius Caesar. August is named after Augustus Caesar. He was the ruler right before Julius. And the shape that's featured on the flag of China would be a star. Yes. Uh, Thank you so much for playing with us, Julie. We'll be back to play Winbrook's Bucks same time on Monday.